0: What's up, Jets fans, and welcome back to a quick-hitting edition of Jet Nation Radio. I am your host, Dylan Terriman. Tonight I want to talk about the joint practice with the Giants leading up to their preseason finale on Sunday, as well as some breaking news pertaining to a current Jets wide receiver. All in all, the joint practice on Thursday with the Giants went fairly smoothly. There were no fights, as of according to multiple reports. There were some minor injuries, however— cornerback dj reed limped off the field as well as jermaine johnson and he was being looked at at his on his left ankle he did return to practice reed did not and saw was quoted saying both injuries are not serious offensive lineman chuma edoga and defensive tackle sheldon rankins were both on a pitch count so they were limited in today's practice joe flacco throughout the week completed 13 of 18 on wednesday That was in no pads against his own defense, and then 7 of 13 in the joint practice with the Giants on Thursday, so that all-in-all is 20 of 31, so well over his 60% completion percentage, which is considered average in the NFL, so you like to see that. He had touchdowns to Corey Davis and Garrett Wilson. He also had an interception in the red zone. Mike White also had an interception when targeting Denzel Mims, and Head coach Robert Sala came out and said he won't name the starter until week one. I think he's doing this for two reasons. One, it gives the Jets time not to rule out Zach Wilson, and obviously there is the chance that he could play as of right now, so they're not going to shut the door on that potential option. And two, from a game-planning perspective, it makes the Ravens have to prepare for Zach Wilson as well as Joe Flacco. They're both two different-style quarterbacks when it comes down to it, And the possibility of Zach Wilson being able to play just makes it that much harder for the Ravens to game plan. Because if it is in fact that Joe Flacco is the starter, the Ravens will only have a few days to fully prepare for that if they are preparing for Zach Wilson. So a bit of coach speak from, from sala he's going to slow play the whole thing, which he knew he would, but Flacco has looked good in Zach Wilson's absence. Um, Flipping over to the Giants, Daniel Jones was 14 of 15 and 11 on 11. There were some would be sacks in the tweet that I read. So obviously, 14 of 15 might not have looked that good if those sacks did get home. But it's not good that he's completing that many against the Jets in 11 on 11. We've seen two slow starts in the beginning of the preseason games both against the Eagles and the Falcons I know not the starters in the Falcons game but still slow starts from the defense are not good so Daniel Jones being able to complete 14 of 15 is not a good look defensively for the Jets John Franklin Myers had two sacks Bradley and I and Carl Lawson each had one sack so that's good to see Jets defensive lines um I wouldn't say a work in progress, but I think slowly throughout the year is they're going to become better and better. So I'm not going to expect a ton from from them out the gates week ones, two, three. But I think week four, five, six, we'll start to see most of the players hit the ground running as we did in 2021. Um, Dwayne Brown, today was his first day out of practice in, in drills and team drills. He looked fine. Um, he said he's not worried about being ready for week one and based off everything the coaches have said he's in phenomenal shape and has looked good so nothing to worry about from that perspective he should be fine and ready to go week one as the starting left tackle and then basically the starters are going to play one to two quarters according to Sala he said everybody's going to play that's everybody Uh, Flacco Quinton Williams, C.J. Mosley John Franklin Myers Jordan Whitehead, CJ Uzama, everybody's gonna play. Um, obviously, it's up up to how the game goes, essentially, to see how much they will play. One to two series, maybe three series at the most for some of the starters. Um, my personal expectations are: I want to see the Jets' first team offense score at least one touchdown. I want the I want Joe Flacco to show us the chemistry he has with Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson, who have been flashing in practice. And I want to see the run game open up just a little bit. We haven't seen it in a game setting. Obviously, Brees Hall had the big um, practice run against the Falcons for 70 plus yards and a touchdown, and that's all well and good. But when the bullets are live, I want to see the offensive line making some run- running lanes for these wide uh, running backs, excuse me, and them taking advantage. And then from a defensive perspective, like I mentioned before, as long as they don't start slow and look as poorly as they did against the Eagles and the Falcons. I'll consider that a win. Um, I would like to see a little bit more man coverage, though. Um, I think they've played a lot of soft zone, just giving a ton of cushion to the wide receivers. Yeah, I know that's their scheme, and that's what the the bulk of their defense is supposed to be based on, but I think you have to switch it up. Hopefully game, uh, game three of the preseason is the time where they do switch it up and show a couple new looks. To the offense, but yeah, definitely more man and a faster start is all I'm asking for, and I think the Jets can come away with the win and end up three zero in the preseason, making them five zero and one in the Rob Sala era, which is funny to think about going undefeated in a preseason setting and then going into the regular season and losing all hope by October. So for now, we gotta hope that the Jets can. Show up against another bad team in the Giants, look the part, close out a win, and maybe Chris Strevler can push Mike White for the job if he has another third great game. So that's all I got for the Giants preview. As far as the breaking news for a current Jets wide receiver, Denzel Mims, his agent released a statement demanding his release or trade. And this report came out late Thursday night. I have the quote here exactly. This was tweeted at 6.15 on Thursday night. It said, It's just time. Denzel tried in good faith, but it's clear he does not have a future with the Jets. Denzel vowed to come back better than ever this season and worked extremely hard in the offseason to make that happen. Still, he has been given no opportunities with the starting offense to get in a groove with them. We feel at this point a trade is our only option, since the Jets have told us repeatedly they will not release him. Joe Douglas has always done right by Denzel, and we trust that he would do everything in his power to find another team where Denzel can be a contributor. And for me personally, I'm not surprised by the news. We've seen it all summer long, all spring long. They've chased wide receivers via trade. The draft, obviously, picking Garrett Wilson at 10 overall. They brought back Braxton Berrios on a $6 million per year contract. So I think the writing was on the wall for Denzel Mims at this point. We've heard struggles about playbook memorization. Um, he's been penalized numerous times for lining up in the wrong position, just making silly day-one mistakes. And from a lot of the reports that I'm reading with the from the beat, Denzel Mims has gotten chances with the ones. Sure, it has not been a ton of chances, but why should he have a ton of chances given the the better receiver talent ahead of him? in Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios, even Jeff Smith is favored by this coaching staff. So I think he has been given the opportunity. I just think he hasn't done the most with it. So an unfortunate look, I hope that Joe Douglas can do what he always does and make the best out of a sticky situation and come out looking like the top dog, whether it's a trade, I doubt he'll be cut. Obviously, he it said in the statement that they're unwilling to release him straight up, which is smart because Denzel Mims is only a third-year player under contract for at least this season and next, so it makes no sense to cut him outright and have any team pick him up when you can try to trade him. But his trade value is probably as low as it's ever been. I would expect a late day three draft pick, maybe a fifth rounder at best at this point, that with a conditional that it could be a fourth if Denzel Mims does perform well with the new team. But still, you're you're looking at not a ton of return for Denzel Mims. But at this point, any return is better than having him hold out essentially to the point where you need to release him and nobody gets anything from it so just a couple landing spots that i think denzel mims could fit just looking at our lads depth charts online and scrolling through each team looking at their wide receiver depth chart i found three three likely teams that i think he could go to and then one outlier team the three teams that i likely think he could go to are dallas chicago and atlanta dallas has had Wide receiver issues all year. They signed James Washington from Pittsburgh. He got hurt. Michael Gallup is still on the pup list from his injury last year, so he's going to miss at least the first four games. And that really leaves C.D. Lamb, who is a superstar in this league, no doubt about it, their wide receiver one. But it only leaves him and third-round rookie Jalen Tolbert from South Alabama. And while I do believe Tolbert is a serviceable piece in this wide receiver core, i think they need a little bit more and i think that denzel mims excuse me will fit that offense a little bit better they just lost amari cooper in the offseason and i think denzel mims skill set could fit better in a dallas offense as opposed to the jets um chicago they have notably darnell mooney equinemius st brown they traded for Nikhil harry from the patriots and they have valus jones another third round rookie um Obviously, Equinemia St. Brown is their large, big-body target, possibly their vertical threat, as well as Byron Pringle. But I think Denzel Mims could be a good third, if not second option, behind Darnell Mooney. None of these guys are really established, and neither is Mims, to be frank. But I think Denzel Mims could come in and actually compete for starting reps in this wide receiver room as opposed to the Jets where he's buried. So I put the Chicago Bears on this list. Uh, Thirdly, the Atlanta Falcons, a team that the Jets just had a joint practice with and got a real up-close look at. And obviously it's it's known that Atlanta likes to play, you know, with tall pass catchers. They have Kyle Pitts already in-house. They drafted Drake London at eighth overall. They traded for... Brian Edwards from the Las Vegas Raiders, who was a third-round pick a few years ago. And all these guys have talent, yes, but Kyle uh, Drake London excuse me, got hurt already in the preseason. So it's looking like he's going to take a hit in his development, and it's going to take him a, a couple extra weeks to gain ground in the offense. So if Denzel Mims could come in and compete with a, a rookie and another young player like Brian Edwards, I think he has a much better chance again just like in Chicago than he would with the Jets so those are my three teams my outlier team would be the Philadelphia Eagles they have a pretty good wide receiver core on paper AJ Brown who they traded for on draft night Devonte Smith their draft pick from last year first rounder Jalen Rager a first rounder from two or three years ago and then Quez Watkins who's a late round pick in the slot those are very good receivers outside of maybe Jalen Rager Um, I like the other two Brown and Smith especially but they're just one injury away from really having to rely on some questionable players in Philadelphia and Denzel Mims could fit that skill set that they like as well as far as big body targets so Philly would be my outlier team they are already a good team on paper looking to possibly take the division and go to the playoffs so they might not have a, a spot for Denzel Mims but I think that they're a team that could add him and get the most out of him as well that's that's all I have for tonight um, check back I'm gonna be back after the Giants preseason game giving my recap um, next Thursday as well I'll, I want to promote that I'll be on Green Beans YouTube show not exactly sure the topics yet. I'll get that from him earlier next week, but I'll be on his show at 8 p.m. Eastern time, so everybody can tune into that. In the meantime, check out my work on JetNation.com. Just search my name, Dylan Terraman. You can follow me on Twitter at dterraman. Follow Glenn at AceFan23. Follow Green Bean on YouTube as well as Twitter at BeingTheJetsFan. And until next time, go Jets.